Hello, everyone. This is Mike with the Crucial Talks podcast. I hope you had a great week and that next week will be even better. Last Wednesday, I gave a presentation to an awesome group of people from a geothermal power plant. I don't know a thing about geothermal power regeneration, except that they use geothermal processes from the earth to drive turbines and create power that you and I can use. So all in all, it's a pretty important responsibility, and the people that work there keep folks like you and I living the lifestyles we are accustomed to. I don't think the people doing jobs like these are given enough credit for what they do for all of us, and it was a great opportunity to tell them thank you. What I can tell you is that these folks are generating more than just power. They're generating capacity because of how they view the roles they play at work and the relationships they have with each other. This was a truly diverse and awesome group. I even had a chance to have dinner with them, and I can tell you that they got along great. The president and plant operations manager were there, but this was not just a group of executives. There were also maintainers, operators, supervisors, and administrators. It was a group made up from every portion of that power plant. So let me tell you this. Organizational charts, policies, and procedures can all give you a glance into an organization. But I can tell a lot more by spending a few hours with a group, and this group showed strength because of their relationships. What we're going to talk about today is the diversity of organizations and properly harnessing that diversity and how that can help organizations to build capacity. It doesn't matter if you're talking about leadership, performance, or safety capacity. Understanding the roles people play and the importance of those roles is very important. I think most people agree that our workplaces, like our societies, are diverse. But what does that actually mean? We see diversity in the different cultures, races, religions, ages, and even how people were raised. There's also diversity in education, organizational responsibility, and work experience. If we really think about it, we can see how diversity is made up of a bunch of different components. And these components make understanding diversity a little bit complex. Diversity is something we see everywhere. We see it in the coffee shop in the morning, at the grocery store, and constantly throughout our workday. Every day at work is filled with diversity, and we know it when we see it. We get used to it because we experience it so much, but it is really hard to measure and quantify in a way that is valuable to us. Sure, we can measure things like the number of nationalities and languages spoken in an organization, but that doesn't really tell us anything about the value added by diversity. How we use diversity is more intangible. It's tougher to measure, but it is what separates good organizations from great ones. There have been some studies that have shown more diverse organizations have higher profits, are quote-unquote smarter, and are more innovative. It's hard to argue with the belief that diverse organizations, when properly led and managed, and with healthy, inclusive cultures, are stronger because of it. In addition, a lot of you have been hearing the affiliates complaining about a lack of diversity on the news team. What in the hell's diversity? Well, I I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. Ron, I would be surprised if the affiliates were concerned about the lack of an old, old wooden ship, but nice try. Uh, Diversity means the times are changing, and with that in mind... Ron, are you paying attention? Nope. Well, this concerns all of us. Okay. Keeping that in mind, I'd like to introduce the latest addition to the KVWN news team, directly from WYPN in Asheville, North Carolina, Ms. 
Veronica Corningstone. Hello, everyone. I just want you all to know that I look forward to contributing to this news station's already sterling reputation. I subscribe to the belief that diversity is something I know when I see it. It's not something that's just the color of someone's skin, the food they eat, or the religion they practice. There's a lot more to it than that. I also concede that it is a good thing to have in our society and our workplace. So let's talk a little bit about how we can harness the strengths of diversity. There are three important points we'll cover. First, diversity is great when it doesn't cause silos in our organizations. Second, diversity allows us to harness each person's individual strengths toward a larger common goal. And third, diversity lets us solve problems in the right way at the right time. So let's start with the first point. Diversity is great when it doesn't cause silos. The first way to make sure that diversity is a helpful part of what we do is to make sure that these diverse roles people play are not more important than the broader role of each person as an important member of the organization. What I mean by that is the role as a worker or the role as a supervisor or the role as the company owner is not more important than that role of being part of that organization. In other words, we need to have a broader in-group that everyone belongs to so that everyone is able to supersede any differences between the role people play in their day-to-day duties. So let's talk a little bit about this broader in-group, this belonging to the broader organization, so that workers get along with supervisors, and supervisors get along with managers, and managers get along with administration, that they all have some kind of group that they can fall into, that they all belong to, that is able to allow them to work together. So people need to receive self-esteem from belonging to this group. They need to know what they're doing is important, and they cannot see them versus others in an organization. What we're trying to do here is avoid an us versus them scenario. We is the important part. The important thing to realize is that people need to be speaking as we, as the broader organization. For example, the maintainers in the power plant group I spoke to knew who the boss was. He was right there in the room. But they also felt they could speak freely about what was going on in the plant. Everyone belonged to a larger group that identified with the plant and what they needed to do to be safe and successful. It did not matter that their jobs and titles were different. They each played their roles in support of the greater group needs. Think about it this way. If the workers think management is out to get them, They're going to put more importance in their own group because they feel the need to protect themselves. On the other hand, if they see management is working toward the same goal, they trust them. They trust what's going on in the organization. They feel like they're all part of the same team. So now the second part. How do we use a larger common goal to harness and use the diversity in our organizations? Think about it this way. If we had just a bunch of engineers, they may not know the nuts and bolts of repairing and caring for equipment as well as the maintainers. But with a diverse group, we get to harness the strengths of everyone. People will end up working together and respecting what the other person can do. What I saw in this group was that formal education did not trump technical know-how, experience, and training. In fact, what I saw 
were people with formal formal higher educations deferring to those with more practical experience, depending upon the situation and what they were talking about. And that leads us into our third and final key takeaway, the context of the situation. So how does diversity let us handle different types of situations? In many workplaces today, we are not dealing with simple tasks. In fact, we deal mostly with complicated, complex, or chaotic situations. Complicated issues require the use of experts to figure out the best answer. In order to deal with complicated issues, we need experts with the right experience and training to figure it out. Kind of like when something breaks. You know something broke, but you're not sure how to fix it. You bring it to an expert to find out the best way to handle it. And that's a little different than dealing with complex problems. With complexity, we know something's wrong, and even the experts are not sure how to fix it. In these cases, we have to have a diverse group to come up with solutions. This means there will be some trial and error. People have to probe the problem, but they have to do it in a way that is safe, where they can safely fail. With an organization that supports diversity and has a broader identity and larger goal, we can put people in this situation. And because they feel comfortable working with each other and within their role, they can work together to develop a solution. In these cases, as they are probing the problem, they can fail safely and with support. This helps lead us to an answer to fix the issue. Now, that is different than when we have to deal with chaos, when a lot of things are going wrong and we're unsure what's happening. When we deal with chaotic situations, we cannot figure out what the exact problem is because it's constantly changing. And therefore, we can't easily come up with a solution. In these chaotic situations, people need to act. They need to act first, analyze what's happening, and adjust. They need to take action. There isn't time to probe. There isn't time to sense. There isn't time to figure out what's going wrong. They have to start to act based on their experience, based on their training. And then they need to analyze what they have done and adjust. They need to work within their roles, trust others, and support one another. This is why having a broader in-group relationship of the organization as a whole makes us stronger because people will act when they trust each other, but they're not having to protect each other from their organization where they're supporting each other. In these chaotic situations, people need to act and they need to have trust so that they can act. Chaotic situations means we have to act quickly until we can figure out what's going on. Now, all of these situations, from the complicated to the complex to the chaotic, require the use of experts in their field, people that are acting toward a common goal, using each other's strengths, people with a high level of education, people with a high level experience, people with a high level of training, all working together to meet the needs of the organization. As we are all aware, diversity is an important and beneficial part of our workplaces and of society in general. The key is to understand how to harness and not hinder diversity. We can do that through creating a strong identity that people from multiple parts of the organization can get behind, an identity that provides them with purpose and self-esteem so it guides them when they are making decisions. We can also do this by developing broad common goals that allow people to work within their roles for the greater good of the organization. Thanks again for listening. For more about me and some of the presentations I provide, please visit www.crucialtalks.com that's crucialtalks.com
www.thebigcoffeeshop.com. And while you're there, please connect with me by joining the website. You'll get access to some free content. Also, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, and always feel free to make contact with me if you have any questions. Please continue to share the podcast, and please rate it if you haven't already. The numbers are looking good, but I truly want to continue to grow our community of practitioners. I hope you have a great week, and remember, if we want to understand behavior, we need to understand what drives people.